Welcome to Coach Camp. My name is Phil Tolbert. I am the program director out at Lake Beauty Bible Camp. And my name is Jackson McFadden, and I am a Bible nerd. <laughs> You're a student again. I am a student, uh, and we are Coach Camp. We are. Uh, episode six. We hit the, the episode mark that Jackson really wanted to hit. And today we're just going to be talking about what camp was like. We had a really great summer. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this idea of how we can continue on. We debrief a little bit on how our summers went and what we gained and learned from it from previous experiences. So thank you so much for coming along for the ride. Hope you enjoyed this episode as we dive into it with you. some podcasts I listen to where they have dogs and they're just like, oh, just watch out for our dogs. Or they'll be like, do you hear that? I hear like someone vacuuming upstairs. And they'll be like in their apartment and someone's upstairs vacuuming. You can like faintly hear it still. That's hilarious. So it's the organicness of, of podcasting that you can do it really wherever. That's the truth though. We're on location. Yes. Coach camp on location. Coming at you from our somewhat new studio since... It's been a while. Hey, it's been a while since oh, yeah. we've been able to record Coach Camp. It has been. The summer, yeah. as most people know, is is over. And while here in Minnesota, we just had our first day of snowfall. I don't yeah. know how I feel about that. You know, here we are in the middle of October. It's been a few months, of course, again, since camp ended. Uh, our friend Jackson here has started his new semester. Uh <laughs> Abroad from camp. Abroad <laughs> is not abroad. No, it's just a couple hours east. Yeah. Yeah, east of camp. So we we said when we got this thing going that we wanted to keep it going even beyond camp. And we were going to make the effort to do so. And so here we are sitting in one of the rooms at, I don't know if I can say, I don't know if I can say the college though. I think, we, can we? <laughs> we probably shouldn't. We're sitting in a library right now of some college. Should we not say the college? I don't know. <laughs> they might... They, they might be like, wow, cool. Or they might be like, what are these guys doing? I don't want them here. And then I get kicked out and never asked to return. Yeah. And then you get expelled. And then... Then I get to be like <laughs> Phil Vischer. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, we, we, we decided, you know, we, we come at you guys. Um, really just wanted to talk about camp, the camp season, of course, because we are a coach camp. And we we had a successful, I don't know how you define success at camp though. Yeah, successful seems like, it seems a little too, one moment. This is really good for all past podcasters that uh, Jackson is, uh, for all, our, you know, if you're not listening, Jackson uh, found a clock and uh, there's a note taped on the back of the clock that says 106. 106. I don't know what that means. Something cryptic around here. Are you are you just taking out the battery because you don't want to see with the time or? I don't want to hear the ticking. Oh, you could hear it. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. So so he was just trying to make it so that all you guys could hear was our voices. Well, the podcast isn't going to pick it up, but uh, my ear was. Wow, that's interesting that you were able to. I guess you're close enough. I was like, I don't need this in the background. No. So. No, no. But uh, again, we're we're coming at uh, you guys with another another episode we weren't gonna let this just end with summer we, we realized that we we didn't do the greatest of job uh the, uh during the summer to try to come on and bring uh 
bring you guys some podcasts and some new episodes. But uh, if you've ever worked at camp, you you know that it's really difficult. Hectic. Yeah, it's it's hectic. Well, that's what we were talking about before you said that. We were talking about, I was curious what you were going to say about uh, success. Oh, yeah. Success, like, so speaking of the hecticness of camp, like, even through it all, I think it was a good summer. I think good is probably the best word we can use to, like, talk about, like, how well camp went. Because I feel like success just seems very cold and, like, calculative because it's I feel like that's a leaning more into the business side of what camp is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we we can and we probably will talk about like the idea of like camp as a ministry and as a business because camp is so unique because it adds both of those elements together. Right, right. And so I don't know if success I think anything done for the church and the body of Christ is success. Right, right. And so that's why you say you know, I'm trying to think while you're talking and I shouldn't have been doing that. I should have just been listening. And I think like, well, we were productive, but I think that's also, again, the business yeah. mentality side of being like, well, we were more than that. Cause we were, we were doing the Lord's work and it was, it was great for us. And we're so thankful for that. And, um, I think the thing that like, I have a number that's just resonated with me since camp ended and that was 67. And you might go like, well, what does that mean? There were 67 kids that came to camp and for the first time they made commitments to, to Jesus, wow. um, to following him. And so it's humbling. Yeah, I think I told you guys every week how humbled. That truly, that was my this summer. My my word was humility. I was just humbled um, to be able to work for the Lord with the people that I was able to work with, um, do His mission and do His good works, and it, it was just really, um, truly life giving. I guess to be cliche. So I mean, that's what camp was. That's what our summer was, and it was busy and it was hard. And I think we all knew that going into it, but I don't know. For me, it was just. It just provided me so much more than I think I could, that I even gave to it, um, and that was all the Lord's doing. But I mean that. But I mean that's kind of camp in general that you you give so hard, and I think it's good that we take a couple of weeks or a couple of months even, and we're able to kind of like think back and look back and be like, well, how how was camp, and what were some things that we tried to do, and, and you know, you and I, Jackson, we really got on the the idea of like coach camp of like, hey, we're here for the one week, but what can we do for the fifty one other weeks? Exactly. And I think the pred- how much more productive this podcast is probably going to be like in the off season reflects the idea of how camp works because mm-hmm. a lot of the work done by camp is done in the summer, but there's so many things behind scenes uh, during the off season that are done. So like while this podcast is pro- hopefully going to be more productive and getting more episodes out, um, but a lot at the same time, a lot of the preparation for camp is going to be happening. Yeah, yeah. You would say that because I think when everyone asked me once summer ended in my position and they're like, so uh, you, get, you get to take a break. And slightly I was like kind of from like the fast pace uh, working lifestyle of just day in and day out working in, in, in the heat and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, uh, you would think that I would get more. But this is like really, of course, planning time. Um, this is a lot of planning for for us to to plan for even like thinking of next next year, um, thinking how we can do a good job and and, and yeah, you said the word good, but uh, how do we continue working um, and creating that uh, that lifestyle and that that place that's set apart where kids can come and families can even come and they can experience um, some life giving moments and change and be themselves and all the great things that we talked about of what camp was and the philosophy behind it and. Um, yeah, this, this is really, you know, the time of setting the table, uh, for all of that, that we can kind of, again, be reflective of being like, wow, what went, what went well this past summer? 
and what can we do better going forward. Yeah. I really enjoy these opportunities to look back on camp because I enjoy looking back and seeing how diligent work of people giving up their summer to honestly like chase after Jesus and his ministry and his mission. Uh, It's really humbling, like Phil said, really humbling to look back and to just reflect on that and to articulate and put into words what that looks like. So one second, I'm going to take my retainer out. Oh, yeah. Fun fact to all, yeah, Jackson. Um, Jackson was able to finally get his braces off, so he's uh, he's living the good if life my mom again. is listening to this, she probably is going, woo, because after four years. Four years of having him, and, and I watched him. He, he put them in and everything, and so but now it's I guess it's hard for him to talk. Now, for those of us with perfect teeth, uh, you know, we never have to – I can't empathize with you there. <laughs> I was going to say, for people that God loves more, but I'm like, eh. <laughs> uh, Anyway, yeah, I, I'm curious, Jackson, um, from your perspective, how, again, uh, maybe just not even from like, you know, you're, you were a second year this summer, so you knew the ins and outs slightly of, of camp. Yeah. Uh, you did the position once again that you, you did um, the previous year. How, for you, how was, how was this summer? Like, reflect upon that. I came into this summer a lot with the idea of, first summer I was on staff was really good, but it needed to be better. Uh, this second summer need to do more because I think that just reflects um, the prep work that I put, I was putting in like last year during the school year too, not like specifically to do better at camp, but to just grow in my faith and grow in Christ. And I think there was a lot of ex- expectations for me uh, to care more about my job, to do more. Cause I think I, it was a couple months after camp and I was thinking about my first summer that summer. And I was like, man, I was lazy in a lot of different areas, whether that was mm. like with postcards or other things that we do after that camp week that I'm just looking, I'm like, you know, I think in the moment I was basically telling myself like, well, this is okay. And trying to justify it. But then I'd look back on it later. I'd be like, man, no, like that was just out of me wanting to just have time because I was tired Mm -hmm. uh and so this summer was like how can i rest better and work harder and just realize that what i'm doing isn't for myself it's not even specifically for these kids it's for christ and out of that love for those campers um, that i got to work with and so during last year during the school year was definitely a lot of time for me to reflect to grow to grow in my faith to grow closer to god that which then poured into uh, the campers. I th- I strongly believe that when we pour into people, we shouldn't be pouring into them just from ourselves and out of our love, but that we should be going to God. We should be going to Christ. We should be being filled. And then out of that overflow from there is how we flow into people, mm. how we pour into people. Because if we try and pour into them with our own caringness, our own love, our own kindness, it's going to run out at some point. Mm-hmm. People can be very draining at times. And that's not a bad thing that's not a good thing that's just how people are Uh, I think it's just so reassuring uh, looking back on this summer just seeing how God did show up how he was able to supply uh, that love and that caringness and not even just for myself but for others on staff how that played into getting to see them impact and talk to campers in so many different ways I I don't know if I've talked about before but I just love camp because it shows me how much I am not Mm. which is then 
deepened by seeing how much more God is. Because where I am not in a way where my personality, who I am, who I am made to be, is not proficient in a certain area, there are people that come to camp that abound in that way. I got to be a cabin leader again. Um, just for my personality and who I am, I'm very outgoing. I'm very enthusiastic, uh, which can be really good, especially when I have other camper. When I have campers that are very enthusiastic, that are very much in the mindset of like, yeah, let's get going, let's do this game, let's be really high energy, high intensity. Uh, but then I get a camper who is more quiet and more introspective, and we would work and it was awesome, but there'd be almost like a disconnect at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and over these past two summers, I've seen where I've I've seen cabin leaders come in that are like almost my opposite. Not in a, it's not a bad way, but how they may be more quiet and more introspective to begin with. They're still really energetic people, but they're more, they're not going to be like, hey, Jimmy, welcome to camp. But they're going like, hey, welcome to camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go set up your bunk, you, know, you can go play Foursquare. And I think that just speaks to different campers. Um, in very powerful ways. No, I agree with you there. That I mean, it's always good to, of course, when you're going into doing something again. We were just talking about this. This idea of like you not wanting to be complacent at it. Yeah. But you kind of seeing like, okay, how can I? Yeah, I know what I'm doing, but you don't want to go go through the motions. But how can I do a better job? You know, how can I give to this this kid? Maybe I've known them. Maybe I saw them, of course, last year and worked with them. Maybe they were in my cabin. Yeah. Uh, but even nowadays, it's like, okay, how can I build on that or Oh, this is somebody that's new to camp. Well, I'm not new anymore. So how can I share, share with them like the ins and outs of camp, whether that's on staff or whether that that is a camper, and and I think yeah, I just really think that our our staff and the the culture I think that we were trying to build there this summer, which is really what camp is about, is just kind of a culture building. Was really it was really good. It was really inviting. I mean, we had the idea of this thought of mantra of like we're family, and families like to make memories and so like even like this year it's like how do we build upon that kind of pulling the uh pulling the page back if that's the right saying pulling it back but uh it's like well, how can we bring others into the family yeah and it's not just like our staff just saying it to one another be like hey we're a family we're, we make memories but it's like camp is a family camp needs to make memories and i mean i don't know about you maybe it was just recency bias but i think back to like our senior high camp yeah. And we had this one really crazy obstacle course, the Olympic, what we pack and field is what we called it. This huge pack and field. all day, which built it up from the week. And I, if you ask anyone who worked on staff this summer, I teared up way too much this year. <laughs> For those of you who may not know Phil personally, I do not get emotional, uh, which is, which is so, such a lie. I, I think that was my learning moments from this summer was I am emotional and it's okay that I'm emotional and it's, I think it's when the you, passion inside. I think when you told us that um, my first summer, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then by the end, I was like, I don't know about that. And then this <laughs> summer after getting to know you and doing this podcast with you, I was like, that, that's malarkey. That is not true. And it'd be fun watching first time staff who would be like, oh yeah, he's not emotional. And then like you'd like start tearing up and everyone would be like, ah, but. I think that just goes to show your heart, though, mm-hmm. and like how much you've, how much you've been going. Because even from my first year on summer staff, um, to the second summer, just seeing how much more like you talk about wanting to strive for greater things for the kingdom this coming summer, and like how we need to continue to improve and do better. 
And I think in so many ways, you just lead by example. And I think that's what camp leadership and leadership in the church in general should be doing mm. is leading by example. They shouldn't be just saying, oh, we need to do this. We need to, we need to go reach and find people. But I think it's even more impactful when a pastor, a leader, someone in, even in secular organizations with leadership, like when someone is able to lead by example, say, hey, we need to do this. But then you're able to look at them and see that they are actually doing that themselves. That pushes you to realize, oh yeah, they were serious about this. Mm-hmm. Like it gives us an example of what we can do, but it really makes us realize that oh, this person was serious because we we are such in a culture where words are used so often. Uh, you can say stuff online, you can say stuff on social media, um, and it's so easy. But then when it comes to actually doing things and living it out, that's really where the tire hits the road. And right. I think that's. For a lot of stuff, that's where a lot of ministries, a lot of churches can sometimes falter is um, then taking this outside of that Sunday, taking this outside of that week of camp uh, and actually trying to be disciples, to learn, to grow um, in life, not just on Sundays, not just in the little things, but throughout our entire life and having this whole life life ethic um, that influences us, who that permeates our hearts and I feel like this is something that that camp only offers a glimpse into Mm -hmm. uh, because of that one week. But I think if there's any, if campers are going to see this idea in anything, it has to be through the staff. It has to be through the people that they're interacting with. Um, They have to be able to be like, oh, these people aren't just saying this because they're getting paid to be here or like it's just fun for them. But like, no, like they, they actually believe that what they're saying is true. They believe that this Jesus guy is a hundred percent worth following mm-hmm. with all your effort, with all your mind, all your soul. Um, I think that's just the attitude that was exampled this past summer uh, by you, by the leadership, uh, but then in turn by the staff and realizing that it's so much not about us. I mean, with so many things in life, it's not about us. The people that are able to say that and realize that are really the people that a lot of times are able to impact other people. Sure, you get people that get on big stages or do big things, but you just learn about them and you hear that they're just not great people off the stage. Um, and so I think like being that genuine person, having that genuine impact, um, having that genuine heart for other people and their souls and what that looks like is super important. So Right, right. And I guess I to be honest, I really don't know if I've looked at it from that perspective like you were mentioning. I I think as my where I'm at in, in my position of leadership, it's you know, we really pour into that staff training and that's really important to us and okay, we need to do this and I'm there I was just talking to my wife, like I'm that's my summer camp. Yeah. Is like those couple of weeks because it's like how can I pour into these guys this mission, this lifestyle, how can we do this to kind of, and then I never really think about like, well, hopefully I'm just always in the back of my mind going like, I hope they got this and they're doing it. And I don't think I ever take the time until like now. And I take a step back and I'm like, wow, I was able to see them do that. Now, whether that was anything I had a part of or not, the, the fruition, you know, the, the fruits of labor that came from the staff being able to do the same thing and give it, and probably thinking the same thing, like telling these campers, boy, I hope they take something away from this one week uh, that they're going home and they're implementing some of these things because we try all the time, you know, just talk about tools for the toolbox. How do we, you know, how do we implement and give them different things that they can take and use? 
um, when they're not at camp, uh, which is something, you know, a lot of people can talk about. I, I'm not really able to speak on that just because, again, I have the I have the best some of the one of the best jobs, if not also one of the hardest jobs in, in the terms of when everybody leaves, I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's like a tough thing to be like, OK. And so for us, it's like, you know, you even brought it up like, OK, now it's a, a, a shift in thought of like we're not just only teaching, but now we're, we're reevaluating, we're re building on how, how can we make this thing better we're planning you know we can talk about the art and the and how to make a theme and how to connect well with that and yeah. your campers and you know we're, we're going through staff applications and, and everything like that that's already beginning for us and so it's like it never ends but it, it just it changes um, yeah. differently it definitely reminds me of when we we're talking about how things come and go in these seasons and it's like this idea of like it doesn't end, but these seasons are different every time. And it reminds me of that one very used section in Ecclesiastes where it's like, um, there's a time for everything. Um, and I think that section gets pulled out of context a whole lot, but I think it just speaks to how in life, um, just how creation is. There are seasons, there are cycles to things. Uh, summer comes and goes every year. But everyone knows that each summer is going to be different. No one, mm-hmm. you always get like, oh man, I wish this next summer could be like this past one, but it never is. Um, whether that's what people do during the summer or even just how it comes about, whether it's weather and sunshine or things like that. I think that's an image of camp. Um, just after two years of getting to see different staffs coming in and how at the core, like there are definitely things that were the same, but a lot of it was very different. And I think that's just an awesome picture of how as the church, as the body of Christ, uh, things come and go, people ebb and flow, Mm -hmm. but the church's mission does not change. The church does not stop moving forward, uh, whether that's literally at a church in an organization at home, or if that's at a ministry at a Bible camp or on a college campus or wherever that may be, even in the mission field, like the body of Christ is still moving forward. And for me, that's super reassuring because it just reminds me of God's sovereignty and how he's not going to change. Right. Yeah, no, that's so true. And we, we, we just, yeah. And it's nice that we're just given time to kind of just introspectively look at it. You know, I kind of wonder that sometimes like, okay, campers that are at camp, like how much are they, are they taking a step? You know, and again, like, how how can we still connect well with them? Are we are we yeah. taking the edit on steps um, to connect well? Let me let me know. I'm curious. Uh, what's something? I'm kind of like changing gears, maybe here or, or switching things up. What's something that you feel like that you did differently this summer? Mm. I think for me, a lot of it was being super intentional to let this past summer be a new summer. Uh, because I think a lot in my head, I was like, there's definitely a, a inclination to want to try and remake the summer beforehand. Mm. I think, I think anyone, everyone deals with that, uh, because it's what's comfortable. It's what we know. Right. Uh, but we don't realize that uh, how much of that summer was made through the tears and effort of that summer of the people that were there in that moment. And we can't remake it. And so for me, um, one thing I really did differently coming into it because it was not my first year. Um, I had to mourn 
the summer before and I had to mourn the group of people that I knew and interacted with because I had to realize that no matter how hard I try, that group of people is never going to be in the same room again. Uh, And that's one of those hard parts about summer camp. And I don't envy your job of having to be in the middle of seeing people come and go. Um, But I think going into this summer was definitely a big thing for me realizing that I'm going to meet new people. I'm going to make new relationships and, but it's still going to be good uh, that the work is not going to be haltered. It's not going to be slowed down uh, because I may want, I may want to remake this summer, but this summer is going to be happening no matter what. And so it was a big thing of, of intentionality of coming into this summer of being realizing that, my first summer was so amazing because of the people that put in effort uh, and the people that had been there before. And so how can I, because a lot of those people weren't there this past summer. Mm-hmm. And so how can I then do what they did, even though I have no real idea of what they actually did? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, this person did a really good job of doing this. And it's like, okay, I should try doing that then. And it's like, okay, well, so what did they actually do? And I'll be like, what? <laughs> I don't know what they actually did. And right. so- just realizing that so for so much of the summer, like so much of it is being intentional. Like as a returning staff, being intentional with like wanting to be at camp to make new relationships. Because there's definitely a propensity to want to just flock to the people you know that mm-hmm. you've been with. Um, getting on hot water, can't go. <laughs> um, being with those people, but then also realizing how important those new relationships are going to be. And, and for me, it was definitely realizing how nervous I was or scared of that summer and realized that in the end it turned out fine. And what can I do if not go to those people who might be nervous or anxious about that and like try and bring peace to that situation to exemplify um, love in that situation to the fullest in that way with them. So that was a big thing that I did different. I changed a lot of my, um, not a lot, uh, just a good bit of my tactics as a cabin leader of how I wanted to interact with my campers, how I wanted to do things. I made it a lot more efficient. And I think the biggest thing is I took a breath mm. and realized that it's going to be fine. And a lot of that was just really helpful in not stressing the little things. So, And you went from like a cabin that never really ever did well at cleanup to like winning weeks upon weeks of it oh i just had a passion for that (laughs) that that was that was honestly i think that had to do so little with me uh and just more with the cabin buddies the other staff members i had in my cabin with me that week Mm -hmm. along with just the cabins i got yeah and i also realized over this like past year before this like last year I definitely realized in myself that I did like a clean space. And so this summer I was like, I'm going to keep my area clean. Yeah. I expect all of you to keep your area clean. But um, yes, I was the powerhouse cabin uh, for uh, cabin cleanup. Thank you for bringing that up, Phil. Yes. Uh, shout out to all the other cabin leaders that tried to duplicate me but couldn't. <laughs> Minus uh, first shout out of the day. We've made it this long. Bryant. No, I still beat out Bryant overall. <laughs> That's true. That's I, true. They're all, I should know. They're all hanging in my office. I know. I, I won more daily cabin cleanups. I won more champions. I almost had a full sweep of senior high camp, except for Kevin 8. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was ridiculous. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was pretty great. We won't mention the cabin leader. That'd be biased. But <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, uh, 
Yeah, I think you, you really hit it on it well. Yeah. Because I was thinking like, how do I how do I answer how would I answer this question? And I think it was the idea of intentionality mm. is uh was for me and for you know, setting the table again well of just trying to be intentional with staff, um, with campers. One thing that I again trying to probably from this that steered away out from it was like, how do I connect well with those sixty seven campers? And though maybe yeah. I didn't know and get to see or meet or congratulate them while they were there at camp, I got it on their evaluations in my first thought and inclination was like how can i share this with others for them and with them to celebrate so just giving the sending out and and getting in touch with parents uh, and churches which for me has given me like a connecting point to be like wow i can i can go back to that well and you know and i I think about it a lot lately probably because i'm like i should do this and not as a checklist item but just really just wanting to see and be and still being intentional with how is the camper doing because they wanted to they made this huge decision at camp so how are they doing how are parents and churches doing and again how do how can we be intentional with with them still even though they're they're not our you know kids really but we're just like a an avenue for them to kind of our purpose of course are they're an avenue that to, so they can meet jesus yeah yeah i think i don't think i know that this summer was really interesting getting to see just how we talked about how the intentionality of connecting with the rest of the life of that camper was so important and seeing mm-hmm. that acted out just with like, Hey, if we have a camper on their evaluation sheet at the end of the week, say like, Hey, I commit my life to Christ for the first time where like, instead of just being like, Hey, that's really cool. And like telling that to their youth pastor, but then like intentionally getting in touch with like their parents mm-hmm. or people that like, we could be like, Hey, like they made this decision. And I think that's where, I think that's one of the biggest downfalls of camp. And I think because of that, that rises the standard so much. Right. Uh, because I think it's very easy for camps. I think it's easy in just all areas of our life when we do things, when we have like small interactions with people or like shorter interactions, we're like, yep, cool, that was fun. And then let it be done. But I think it just shows uh, the grittiness of um, Lake Beauty in a way and of our staff to be like, no, like we want this to be more. We want to pick up the standard. And I think. When it comes to camping ministry, I it's really a world I hope someday to see more of and like mm-hmm. understand more. And I want to see like how do other camps function? How does this uh, span the entire spectrum? Uh, and I think that would be my biggest encouragement is like, what can we do so that the stereotype of camp isn't just oh yeah, this one time at camp I did this thing, right? Uh, but it becomes more of a stereotype. I don't even like the word stereotype, uh, but how can we, how can camps across the country create a culture that is centered around Jesus that actually lives out his love and shows his intentionality that how can Bible camps, not just be Bible camps because that's their name, but because that's what is permeated down to the core of their mission. Mm-hmm. Like you go to camp and you don't just know it's a Bible camp because like maybe there's a chapel or because it's called like Lake View Bible Camp, but you know it's a Bible camp because it's different there. Right. It's different there with the staff. It's different there of how it runs. Um, I think there's so much area of growth. There's so many things that we can tap into. Um, I think just seeing that starting point of like we're going to reach out to people intentionally about these campers. Uh, it just encourages me so much. It excites me to see what this will look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, Lord willing, if I get to continue a whole lot longer on this 
Earth and getting to see how this develops, uh, how this develops with our culture um, mm-hmm. and what that will look like in the future. So, yeah, and it's a it can be like a blessing and a curse. We had a gentleman out at at our camp speaking in front of a bunch of other camps this week, and he was mentioning he's a youth pastor. He was mentioning how they do confirmation stuff with their youth, and whether whether he said I believe he said like all of his youth when they were mentioning kind of a little bit of their testimony, they always brought up this idea of like camp being an, an important factor of it and kind yeah. of being central, which is great. And I think that's a good thing. It's like, I then think like, what else can we be doing? I'm thankful that yeah. camps at a place that they, they were able to discover this or this or this about them. And maybe they were able to build that, you know, come to fruition type moment. But it's like, how can we help them out and build? And yeah. Yeah. I think I was talking to someone, um, who was at my program with me last year and they were discussing and they're like, yeah, I think camp is great, but I feel like sometimes it can end up being the place where God is for some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we've mentioned this. I think it is such a danger uh, for camp that people can end up being like, oh yeah, camp is where God, that's where Jesus is. That's where I uh, am impacted by him. And like the, it's hard for them to, then leave camp. Right. And that that discourages me. That aspect of camp honestly kind of makes me sad because I want I don't want to be saying goodbye to campers in a sense of like, yeah, bye, I'm glad you met Jesus and now you have to wait a year before you feel like you can see Jesus again. Right. Or feel, or feel God's presence and that's just it's totally not encouraging for me. And so for me, it's like, how can we, what can we do in that week? Like, like you said, like, how can we do more to not paint camp as like, oh yeah, come to camp, be with God, because we can try as all as we, all we might, but that's still a lot of like the big image that a lot of time people have. Right. And so, yeah, I feel like so many people look at that and they're like, ah, well, that's just how camp is. And it's a losing battle to fight it anyway, but but I'm here. I'm like, no, I think striving for camping ministry is, I think it's worth it. I think it's an endeavor. I think anything for the kingdom of God, for the church is worthwhile. I think it's work worth doing. Um, I think it's work. Like, I think it's worth putting a life into and like striving any ministry really. I think where we get people that are more interested in the passion for it than the program of it um, and like have that passion for the ministry, whether that's at a camp, whether that's at a church, I think that's where we can really succeed, quote unquote. Oh, agreed. Yeah. No, I see that. I think it. you can't teach passion. No. <laughs> it kind of gets in a whole different thing. So it's it's looking within and, you know, we, we do that with staff that we hire that hopefully a lot of people have a passion for camp, but it maybe it's a, a whole different gambit of, well, I want to give back to this place that meant so much to me, or I do want to serve like the Lord in an area or some people even, I feel like I'm called to be here. Like it's the door, the door that's been opened and I feel like I need to be here for some reason. And all points I think are, are good and merited, but it's like, what are you do, going to do with that once you're there? Whether you're a staff or even as a camper, how are the campers preparing themselves? Yeah. So that they can just be like, okay, camp, camp's like a, I'd like to attribute to like a trampoline. Like yeah. we, we just want to be a launch pad where we're launching them up and they're going out, but 
I don't even like the idea of a trampoline because you still come back down. I was down. gonna say trampoline. You go up. You go up, and, and then that's you come the back point. down. Yeah, but you can come back down. So I don't even. Maybe like, it's maybe it's like in Mario Kart when you hit like one of the boost. No, you slow down <laughs> after the boost pad. I think I want to be like the the vault uh, in gymnastics where you know the the girls run up to it and they hit the springboard, and I I want to I want camp to be the springboard action. Where and then they're like they have to touch the vault, which is like the Lord. You know they they were lying on the Lord and then they land. But the springboard. <laughs> We've gone from trampoline to springboard. Well, I think springboard was the was the thought like that I had the in same mind. No, oh, no, 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 no. no. But you, you, you springboard up. You, I think a trampoline, you trampoline up too. Yeah, but you don't land back on the springboard. Whereas I don't want it to be that where camp is always going to have to be that safe haven springboard okay. and springboard and all because it should just be a one time thing. Okay. Are hopeful. It's a one time. It's a it's a one time thing, or, but you can continue to build boost. upon. It's a boost. So you're you're right. Maybe maybe the Mario Kart boost is a good thing because yeah. they slow back down. But the race doesn't stop after the boost. Right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Mario, Mario Kart. Kart that is a good one. That... <laughs> Your analogy worked way better than mine. Yeah. But we had to talk it out and figure it out Ana- first. Analogies. They're never not helpful in ministry. Right. Air quotes. Air quotes. Sarcasm. <laughs> right. Right. But I think you're right that that's just the the point. And I think when we look back at camp or even a camp season, you know, a summer ends and even for us, it's we had that boost going through camp. But how can we continue that boost beyond it if you're working for camp or if you worked at camp or if you attended camp? Again, it's it's that what do we do for the year round thing? Camp's still there, but it's not the only thing that has to be there. Yeah, I think a big thing of it, too. Uh, just when you're equating it to a boost, uh, this idea of like the camp high. Yes. And I feel like, I think it's very good to look at camp and be like, oh, we don't want people to like just be coming for the camp high. But I think we can also neglect that that is a very important part of camp though. Like right. having that like sensation of like quote unquote boost uh, isn't a bad thing. A lot of times people are like, oh, you got to wait for the camp high to like wear off. To which I'm like, Yes and no. You need to you need to realize that you're going back into the real world, but you have to like. I think it's good to like keep that passion. I think a lot of times people get very passionate at camp, and like it's something that can continue, and then they go home and it's just squashed. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, that was really cool for you at camp. Well, now you got to be here. It's like, I feel like that's so sad because <laughs> it's like people have this energy and they want to do this thing, and then they go home and. People are like, ah, well, you need to be doing this or you should do this. And that's just, yeah. Or they'll just neglect it and they'll be like, ah, they'll just kind of like throw it to the side where if we yeah. want to be a culture, they uh, think the a counterculture, has, yeah. yeah, we should they be clinging de- to that. Yeah, they that devaluate. Camping. Yeah, that, that, oh, you felt this, at, that's because you were at camp and they want to leave it at camp. And it's yeah. we, and we're saying, no, 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 we want to have them experience that. Let, let that be a spark that lights the rest of the fire. Right. Or let that be something that helps it burn more right i think it's not bad if people come back from camp changed i would hope that yeah (laughs) i think if they come back from camp different that's good right i think it can be a little uncomfortable for the receiving end getting this camper back and they're like ah this person is different in this way and it's like hard for them to deal with that but i think a lot of times uh, with that it's just realizing that this person is indifferent because they didn't like the way they didn't like the people they were with before or before they went to camp, but this person just realized another aspect of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know, we can talk about parents at some point. 
Yeah. Because uh, that is a part of our triangle. But I feel like for parents, that can sometimes be scary when they have their kid like go off to camp, um, or they in any life scenario they have their kid go off and do this and like they're growing up and they're maybe changing and it's like it can be scary for parents to be like ah our child is now doing something different or they've changed in a way and that starts really early on even prior to camp exactly as a father now of a soon-to-be camper (laughs) i know (laughs) he's not gonna be at camp this summer is he i i don't know (laughs) that's my that's my conflictingness of yeah, as a, as a camp person, there you go. How do you send your... We may be returning to camp, maybe reliant on <laughs> Liam not or are going to camp. Yeah, yeah, that's that's always the quandary of... When you work at camp, what do you do with your kids that go to camp? Yeah. Or camp age is a, is a fun conversation. Send, but send them to Lebanon. <laughs> send them to different place, which is good. I think you even said it, like getting a different camp perspective. I think that's good yeah. of going... It, I think that camp, and we say camp, and you know, we specify one camp, but I I think it's great for people to go out and see other places. And yeah. we, we have a friend that has been working at different camps now for the different last couple of years. I'm shouting him out, Josh Miller. Yeah, he's fantastic. So, and for him, he wanted to do this where he's at that age where he's just getting yeah. that gaining that perspective. Okay, I'm working at this camp. I'm doing this now. I'm looking at this and seeing like this was really good at this camp. What they did well. This yeah. is really good at this camp. But how how can I give to each of these places because I have that passion, I have that mission, that ministry. Foreshadowing, he will be on this podcast at some point. <laughs> I haven't talked to him yet. I don't know if he watches this. Josh, if you're listening, you well, are coming. I can't really watch us because oh, well, yeah, we listening. don't have that. Yeah. Josh, if you're listening to this, you are coming on our podcast at some point. Like I didn't tell him. I just saw him the other day, but I didn't. I didn't talk to him about it, but I should have. He's he's gonna have to be on here. Yeah, that would be a really again another good perspective of, so, of getting so uh, the, the thoughts about. So yeah. I think as we we kind of hit this point, what we both can say is, I mean, I I think my my big hope too is I hope everybody else had a good summer. Yeah. And they had life-changing summers. I think that's how you you measure it. I hope it was life-changing. And and camp should be life-changing, whether good, whether bad. You know, we had some people that probably came out to camp and they probably like, you know, I don't think camp's for me, whether they worked out there or they went to camp, but they changed and they hopefully grew from it. Mm. And that's kind of all that we can hope and ask for is that people can just grow from their experiences, camp is just a place where they can grow and they can look back on, hopefully have fond memories. Again, like even before this or, you know, I've, I've been on campus for the last couple hours and it took us that long before even starting to record because we can just, you sit with the people and you just reminisce. And yeah. it's great to think and look back at those times and those moments and feelings get re-sparked. And I don't know, it just, for me, I need those sometimes because it just puts a little bit more pep in my step and it's the boost. And it's not even the summer summertime because it's snowing outside. So with that, I think uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so, so much for listening. And this was Coach Game. And there it is. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Coach Camp. Uh, Phil and myself are grateful uh if you've stuck with us this long through all the consistent shows and episodes coming out um and maybe the not so consistent episodes coming out um but thank you for joining us in a time of just looking back on this summer getting to talk about how we believe that it was truly life-changing and impactful uh we hope that you had it the same way and we are just excited to kick off into this fall season and into the rest of this 
we'll go off season of camp and talking about certain aspects with you. Uh, so thank you. Have a great day and shalom. Thank you.